Hey there, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. Now, if you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review so your friends know that this is a show that they can learn from. Follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. Now, enjoy this episode. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. Daniel, they canceled the August 22nd race. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I'm, I'm trying to hit my goal. I've got a goal for this year, and, you know, I've got it on the docket. And now they canceled the race. It's a rest year for everybody. No, it's not. I refuse. Wow, that was loud. You can do one of those virtual races where you just run oh, around I've the block. I've done those. I've done those. And those are Selfie. great. Selfie. I've done I did those. And that means I, I did a 10-miler, and I had to can't carry my phone to do such selfie. And it was whatever. All right. Um, you looked good. A little glistening, but good. Glistening. But, yeah, I got I to gotta figure out because I, I hope things start coming back, races in the fall and such, because that would be great. All right. We, we don't have a lot of time here because we got a great question, and we're going to get to it. Christine. Uh, Christine sends us a question. It's, it's, it's very, very wide open, so we're going we're gonna to hit it. I'm sure a lot of folks out there, a lot of our listening audience might be in this same boat. So hopefully you can glean some, uh, some little nooks and crannies from our answers. So without further ado, Christine, what do you got? D-I-Y! Hi, guys. This is Christina. I'm from the Chicagoland area. I'm 22 years old, and I recently just graduated college. So up until this point, I've been... Um, helped out financially by my parents, but I'm about to start my job as a nurse, so I'm going to be in the real world. And when I listen to your podcast, I love the episodes and they give me awesome information, but I'm someone that really has no experience with finance and no experience with money. I've never really been taught, so I don't really know the questions to ask. I don't really know where to start. I don't really know where to start saving money. Um, allocating for the future. I do have a rent. I do have other expenses. I do have student loans. So I guess my question to you is, what advice do you have for someone who's newly graduating college with no experience being financially independent? And how, where do you start? How do you best allocate your money and save for the future while also paying off your rent and other expenses that you may have? Thank you guys so much for an awesome podcast, and I look forward to hearing your answer. Okay, there you go. Daniel, how do you approach this with Christine? Yeah, so where to start? Uh, If I was going back and starting again, I would say probably step one is I would try to not... um, overcomplicate things a lot. I think when I started out, and it's probably the nature of my personality, I don't think most people do this, but when I started out, especially with budgeting uh, and investing and stuff, I tended to overcomplicate things. I tried to go line item by line item. I probably didn't do the tracking step as well um, early on, uh, where we kind of track for 30 or 60 days, really try to get an idea of what's going on, and then develop your budget around there. But I try to, you know, like just line item, budget everything, Um, and by that, I mean, you know, really try to get into the nuances of like entertainment, eating out, dining in, gas, maintenance, a, uh, Star Wars role-playing game book. I've got a lightsaber. And I think there was uh, what we found over the last decade in our household, at least, is that there's a lot more flexibility if we just kind of use big chunk buckets. So like committed expenses every month, sort of variable things that we have discretion on and savings. 
So we really just do a minimal buckets uh, with our budgeting. We found that eventually we landed on that pretty well after just pulling our hair out about, you know, what line item is stuff in and, you know, if we overspend in one, where do we take it from and things like that. So I would start there um, as far as, you know, for us, keeping it simple, uh, finding a way that really works. And then uh, probably the other thing I would say getting started out in finance is do not underestimate the power of small investing, especially now. People starting out now, uh, man, I sound old, but the statements can sound old. Like you don't realize how good you have it from an investment standpoint. Now you can open a brokerage account, invest in a mutual fund with a dollar. Um, most places you can buy, you know, exchange traded funds or ETFs that invest in indices for no cost. Um, you know, in, in dollar amounts, not share counts. Um, about let's see, 15 plus years ago, when I was trying to get started out investing, every brokerage wanted ten thousand dollars to open an account. And then you had these crazy fees and minimums and stuff like that. And it seemed like such a headwind uh, when you're just starting out. But now you can basically start with zero, start putting in $10,000, $2,500 a month towards your goals, whether that's your emergency fund, your investment account, your retirement account. And that is going to compound amazingly. Um, beyond that, read every personal finance book you can uh, and start to sift through what is just junk and what actually makes sense and try to explain it to somebody because that's how you'll know what makes sense and what's just junk. All right. That's what you got? For now. I mean. <laughs> All right. Um, so this is interesting. We were talking about this question off air when we were kind of going through the show notes and so forth. Um, and as, as I have, uh, you know, a child who now is 13 and starting to become interested in business, we're having a lot of dialogue that goes beyond, you know, the simple stuff. So what's amazing to me is how much of the vocabulary – I take for granted. So I was thinking about your question, Christine, within the context of, you know, my kids, they're younger than you, but, you know, they're going to be growing and I, and I want to sort of put them in the right position. They're not, I'll tell you right now, I, uh, you know, Daniel could tell my son the same thing I told him five minutes ago. He'd listen to Daniel. He's not going to listen to me. I mean, it's just, that's a parenting thing. But I would, I would kind of state a few things. Number one, Christine, I would find a few trusted sources and stick with them, okay? Because opinions in finance are like you fill in the blank. Everybody has one. The difficulty is that in finance, something can come in vogue and it can become this popularized methodology of investing or savings or budgeting or whatever, and then you know, the masses subscribe to it and we find out it doesn't work. It's much like dieting, right? I mean, in my opinion, and I'm, look, I'm not a nutritionist. I've lost a lot of weight over the years. I've kept it off. And the summary is I cut out a few things from my eating habits. That's it. I, I mean, I, I like not cut them out and then I have them on Fridays or I have them on hot. No, I stopped eating them. Like I don't eat them. And dramatic things happened. And so I don't, you know, somebody says, oh, you do paleo, you do Whole30, you do blah, blah, keto. No, I just don't eat these four things or these five things. And I drink a gallon of water a day, <laughs> right? That's it. So I think what you, I would subscribe, I would, I would encourage you to find a few trusted sources and stick with them. So one of the reasons we're doing DIY money, and you're here, you're already listening, 
and I we really appreciate that. Stick with us as we, because we're trying to develop curriculum exactly like you're talking about. And this isn't a selfish plug. Well, maybe it is. Yes, I believe that's right, Mr. Riley. I'd say that's right, Mr. Gilmore. Oh, absolutely. But our goal is is to start to educate people based on 20 plus years of experience and things that we wish we would have known early on, right? So we can be a trusted source. Obviously, you know, a Dave Ramsey for his, you know, budgeting, you know, debt reduction, that's a trusted source. That, that's fantastic. I would encourage you if you want to learn more about investing, basically, John Bogle, who founded the Vanguard firm, Anything he has written over the years, I would, and you can Google uh, him again, John Bogle. You can Google him. You know, that's a trusted source. Um, Warren Buffett, a trusted source. Uh, his, his uh, you know, sidekick, Charlie Munger, a trusted source. So, so those are, or, and, and the final one in the investing world I'll give you would be Peter Lynch. And again, Peter Lynch. Um, Bogle has unfortunately passed away. Peter Lynch is retired. Uh, Warren and Charlie Munger are not retired, uh, but they're 90. So, I mean, they're not going to go out and say, well, yeah, we like Tesla here or Zoom. No, that, that's, that, that's not it. But these are bedrock principles that you're going to find that are common throughout that you can sort of subscribe to and use. I would caution you. I would extremely caution you. And it's just, it's not fun. And I realize you, you want to, you know, buy the hot stock and, you know, get the Robin Hood app and buy this and buy that. And I'll tell you, it's like our last podcast. The, the, what I wish I would have done is just kept it simple. I forget trying to pick the next Amazon or the Apple or the Zoom or the this or the that. Buy the index funds. Set it and forget it. It's, it's very simple. I wish I would have just stuck with that early on. So again, trusted sources, budgeting, obviously DIY money, uh, you know, folks like uh, Dave Ramsey, I, I think that's critical. Uh, again, following the DIY money steps. We're, we're talking about investing when in reality, we got to make sure you're, you know, totally out, out, of, out of debt and maybe you already are because you had some help, but you, do you have an emergency fund? Are you tracking your expenses? Are, and this isn't, you know, you can't feign ignorance on this. Oh, I don't know how to do that. No, you do. You do. And, and again, read the book. It's like $3.95 on Amazon. So very simple. Um, and so the investing side, I've, I've mentioned that. And then finally, you know, just kind of bedrock, um, uh, literature, things that have stood the test of time, a, a book that I highly recommend. Daniel asked, you know, what did you read? I like The Richest Man in Babylon. Uh, that is a book that I have on my shelf. I read it maybe every couple of years. It is a great practical look at money and finance. And again, now there's some things in there about not taking risk, never put, putting your money at, at a risk of loss that I don't necessarily agree with because if you want to do that, you're going to get a half a percent or a 1% interest rate when in reality you can take some risk over time and, and it, that risk is mitigated the longer you go out. So, uh, but I like that book a lot and, uh, and I would, I would definitely put that on your shelf. Uh, so that's what I, my two cents Christine, I would just, you know, absorb, absorb, but be very careful because again, it's like moving from, you know, diet fad to diet fad to nutritionist to nutritionist. There's a million different styles out there and I would be very careful from bouncing around. Find a few trusted sources and stick with them. All right. Anything else to add for Christine's question there, Daniel? 
Yeah, I mean, we've gotten this type of question uh, quite a few times uh, recently. And so I think uh, one of the things to be on the lookout for in the near future is hopefully some workshops that we're going to put together to actually dive into some of these basics in a more in-depth way uh, and really go through the nuances of them. Uh, if you do consider us a trusted resource, uh, we'll kind of walk you through them on a deeper level uh, and hopefully help you kind of get really well-grounded in these principles. All right, excellent. And, and I'll tell you, there is a common misconception that with more education in investing becomes greater success you can you can overcomplicate your lifestyle to where you actually uh, impede your results and I'll just kind of leave it at there but I, but I'll tell you that in my experience I have seen intelligence and education does not always match up with investment returns over time. So take that for what it's worth, Christine. All right, if you're new to the show, all she did was send us a voice memo through her smartphone at podcast at DIYmoney.org. And for that, she'll get a $25 gift card. Boom, from Amazon. So thanks for that, Christine. Really appreciate it. Again, friends, you can follow us on Insta, DIY.money, or join the DIY tribe on Facebook. The secret to wealth is very simple. Live on less than you make. Invest the rest. Learn about it. Study the greats that have stood the test of time and do so for a very, very long time. Make it a great one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get a $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed.